Good morning, evening, afternoon, everyone. I am Tanner here with the hunter to my warlock, Jay Winkler. Did you just hey. too sweet? Is yeah. that all you did? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, it is WrestleMania weekend, and that doesn't matter in games. I just no. wanted to drop that. That's when we're recording this. Um, we're going to start, as always, with what we've been playing. Jay, what have you been playing? Platinumed Horizon Zero Dawn. It was, a good, it was a good one. It was a reasonable, attainable, moderately challenging. So I'll get there. It was a good one. I'll it was there. well-designed platinum trophy. Other Always than, good to hear. Yeah. Other than that, uh, we played some Rocket League, mm-hmm. as it always comes up in seemingly like three-month cycles. Yeah, yeah. And a little bit of Ghost Recon Wildlands, which is incredibly strange to play by yourself. And I don't know if I want to do it again. All right, so we'll get back to the the trophies when we talk about Horizon yeah. a little bit later on. Uh, with Rocket League, we we both played it, uh, and there's a new game mode if you haven't played Rocket League. If you're like me and don't really pay attention to stuff until you see something on Twitter, um, there's a new game mode called Drop Shot. It's weird and it's strange. I'll try I don't to, know how I feel about it. I'll try to uh, describe it and then we'll talk about how we feel about it. So. You have two halves of the court. It, don't think of it as a normal Rocket League uh, like field, I guess. Yeah, there are no goals. So there, Yeah, there's two halves of the court, and there's just floor and wall. There are no boosts. They just no. regenerate over time. Um, and you have you know, a ball. And so you have an orange team and a blue team, like always. The orange team is trying to get the ball with their momentum. So each time someone hits it, they take over the momentum, basically. So it's trying to hit the ball with their momentum into the other team's floor. And that creates like a cracking effect. The more the ball bounces around without hitting the floor, the bigger the crack will be once it does hit the floor. Um, So momentum can shift three or four times. Once you hit the same spot in the ground twice, then it opens up a hole. It's like a hex cells Mm -hmm. is how the floor looks. Um, Honeycomb structure. So if somebody hits like the same spot twice, then there's a hole open and you score a goal by getting the ball into that hole. You can still drive over it as a car. Um, so it's kind of complicated. Once you see it played, you kind of get the idea of it, but it's still a little complex. Um, I really like it. I know that you and Skinny weren't too high on it. Yeah, it's just, it's a little obtuse the first time you try to play it. Sure, yeah. It's very subtle noticing when the momentum shifts. Yeah. Because it's just like a very small like color change in the ball and you're like, why isn't it breaking the floor? Oh, I'm on the wrong side and we don't have the momentum. Right. It's kind of hard to keep up with. Yeah, and, and one thing too is like, you don't really realize, because I like Rocket League where it just kind of throws you in, but in this game mode, it's a little yeah. weird to do that because uh, the momentum just kind of builds up with, with hits. So say Jay's the blue team, I'm the orange team, right? I hit it, he hits it, I hit it, he hits it. Each time, if it doesn't hit the floor in between any of those, it's going to build up like this spark, and it looks like those little like uh, arc balls you have as a kid where you mm-hmm. can touch, and then the spark goes to your fingers. So it just builds up this massive spark, um, and then eventually, of course, the bigger the spark, the more damage it does. Uh, it, it really focuses on the flying ability in Rocket yeah. League, so like jumping and, and doing it, because most of I mean, it has to stay in the air, really, um, which I feel like none of us really have no. under control. On That's the, not I mean, our forte. No, I feel like that I may have the best grip on it and I'm not very good at it at all. Um, and it's just, we're, we're pretty good at traditional Rocket League. I mean, we got really good at it for a little while, but on console anyway, there are some people on PC who are ridiculous. But uh, it's interesting. I want to play more of it. I don't know if you guys do. but I mean, I would. I, I like playing it. Um, yeah, other than that, I haven't really played anything other than Horizon, which again, we will talk about soon. Uh, looking forward to some games coming out, but yeah, mostly just Horizon. Yeah. 
So with with Wildlands, yeah. I know you said uh, I think on the last episode that you didn't want to play it without people. Still the same. Yeah, I haven't really. I mean, it's just it's mechanically built to play with other people. Like it's so mm. ingrained into the way you're supposed to play it. And when you play it on your own, I don't want to be controlling multiple characters. You know? Yeah, that's weird. I don't like these little weird like oh you can coordinate with this uh, CPU to do something. I'm like no, I'd rather just do it by myself. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather do like the old, uh, like if you had your team, just shoot them all in the head and then go yeah, on by yourself. The friendly fire stuff. But I don't, I don't even, I haven't tried that. I don't think you can do that. Uh, you know, maybe yeah. I will try it. Yeah. Who knows? But anyway, yeah, I'd rather just wait until it, even just one other person gets the game. Mm. I'd rather not do it on my own. I think, again, I think that's one of those games that uh, definitely when it, when it drops to 30 bucks in a couple months, I might pick it up yeah. and then we can, we can tear through it. But um, the game I'm really lo- I, I so we're full disclosure we're recording this like I said the weekend of Wrestlemania uh, Persona 5 is about to come out but all the reviews are out game looks freaking phenomenal from a review standpoint and I'm really curious as to whether I want to get it or not mm-hmm. I'm not a big JRPG guy as you guys know um, but I did play a little bit of Persona 4 on Vita I really liked it but again it's so long that I just didn't have the time and I'm afraid that would happen with Persona 5 but also Having put a numerous amount of hours, I mean, nothing compared to Have you seen how long it's taking people? Yeah, like, like 100, 100 hours. 120 plus. hours for a quick playthrough of Persona 5. It's like, Jesus. Um, and so that would be months of me playing, because yeah. I don't have that much time throughout the week to play anything anymore. So, uh, I like the length of Horizon. Mm. I don't know if I want a game much longer than that, but a game longer than that intrigues me. So that's really the, the game coming up that I'm most curious about. Uh, we'll see what... What are the people saying? If it's just obtuse, I might watch some Twitch play or something just just to get an idea of how the game plays. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess other than that, that's that's really all we've been playing. Speaking of another game that we're excited about. Oh, okay. Because we can talk about that right now. Yeah, that's fine. Destiny 2. Oh, right, yeah. I didn't realize you were segueing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the Destiny 2 trailer just came out. It just dropped, uh, when was it? Wednesday? It was... The 30th? Yes. I think it was pretty sure. The, I think it was Tuesday. It was one of those. I think the teaser dropped 29th saying, hey, it's the 30th. Yeah, okay. But I can't remember. Yeah. Sometime this week. Yeah. Uh, so, it's it's Nathan Fillion, and we presume the guy who plays Silence and Horizon slash the dude from Fringe slash he was in Destiny 1 as somebody. Yeah. He was the same. He was one of the... Uh, like, the tower people. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's kind of these two... If you haven't seen the trailer, I'll put a link in the description. Um, it's these two counters of like a normal very uh classic rallying person like you know we've got to go get our revenge and all this and then you have nathan fillion's character who's just like yeah i'm the best and you guys can help me if you want basically um and i i really the reason i want to i want to kind of make a topic out of this is because bungie has a good track record with doing humor in serious games and, like, really embracing, like, the red versus blue stuff uh, in later Halos. Like, I remember... And like, oddball game modes and stuff Yeah, like yeah. That. This is kind of a, an aside, but I remember, I think it's in Halo 3 or Halo 4. Um, in one of the, the... I think it's in Halo 4, actually. In one of the missions... I don't remember. You can... You, like, you're going down a big, long, curved hallway, basically. And if you go to this branching off hall, there is... Um, one of the guys from Red vs. Blue, like, knocking on a door, and the Rooster Teeth guys, like, recorded audio back and forth, and it's just, like, a cool little Easter egg. So they're really good at putting 
humor in the games, and I feel like that's something Destiny 1 kind of missed. I know they tried with Dinklebot and, yeah. and some of those other things, but I don't think there was that many <coughs> humorous aspects to mm-hmm. Destiny 1, so I think that might be something they're embracing for Destiny 2, and I would like to see where they take that. Um, it looks like, if, if we're predicting here, the story is going to be something... What, what, was, what did they say the guy's name was? Gaul? Gaul, yes. Uh, Gaul attacked... The, the final the tower? city, the last city. Or, yeah. Basically. So, um, so we're getting revenge on that, basically. Uh, which sounds like a better motivator than oh, yeah. the original yeah. story. I don't even remember what your motivation was for the Me original neither. story. What was it? Just that... Oh, I remember that, I mean, when you went to Venus... That you got found by... I'm just saying, starting out, that you got found yeah, by Dinklebot, and he was that. like, hey, you gotta... And they were, like, recruiting old guardians yeah. for sporadic alien outbreaks that were happening. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, this is definitely a better, like, out of the gate. Yeah. and I mean, like, the Taken King and that sort of thing, you had stories, but... Sure. I, I think that Bungie is really smart. They, I mean, I haven't played a bad Bungie game. Um, you know, Destiny 1 was a little boring at first, but we really enjoyed even vanilla Destiny. I think that it got much better once yeah. the expansions came out, but... Um, I think they, they know what the, the problem was with that first game. I mean, everybody talks about how bad the story is. Uh, but again, you know, according to rumor, there was a whole story they had and it got scrapped last minute and they just kind of had to assemble pieces of what they had. Um, so hopefully now that they've had time to craft a full story, which I don't, I don't know if like Bungie's real strong suit is story. Yeah. Cause I mean, I don't really remember many stories from Halo games. I played the heck out of Halo three and I, I just remember... Like some basic touching points. Yeah. I don't remember real details. Well, I was going to say Halo 4 with 343 made Halo 4. Yeah, it's true. So because um, people really like the Cortana storyline. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but <clears throat> I don't know. I think that, and again, I didn't play Halo 1 or 2, so Halo 3 is really my, my core Bungie Halo, only multiplayer. Um, so I think what they, what they weren't prepared for, I think you can get away with less story in just a regular shooter as opposed to this sort of pseudo MMO that they were going for. Because MMOs have a lot of like quests and little stories, um, and so maybe that's where the the discrepancy came. But I think they've d- did they hire? I feel like they hired one of the Fallout guys. I know Horizon or Guerrilla hired the yeah. Fallout New Vegas guy. I feel like they hired one of the Bethesda guys, or maybe he left. I can't remember. Um, but hopefully, there are some good writing people who have experience in writing video game stories. Uh, the trailer looked great. Mm-hmm. Do you have any insight as far as like? The way the game looks, do you think it looks demonstrably better? I mean, we haven't seen gameplay. That's true, but do you think? Do you think this is indicative of gameplay? <laughs> no, this trailer. but I mean, this does. I mean, this is obviously, you know, rendered better than like some of the like Taken King cutscenes. Yeah, know? yeah. Not like insanely better, but it does look good. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I thought here's what here's something that. A little thing that I thought of, like, why did they even have Nathan Fillion and these other people voice these characters in the first game? That was so pointless. Oh, was Nathan Fillion in the first game? Yeah, he was Cade Six, the the hunter, oh, like guy right. in the yeah. tower. Yeah, and you I didn't barely realize ever, that was Nathan. Fillion. And you barely ever spoke to him. Yeah, I was like, why hire these high profile voice actors for such minimal roles? Which maybe, it seems like they're trying to correct. Sure. So maybe the plan then was to maybe Cade 6 played more of a role in Destiny 1 and they scrapped the story and he's yeah. just left with 
we already paid him, so we might as well just get him to record these lines. Um, or maybe the plan was all along to have Cade Six kind of break out. I didn't even realize that these were the same characters. You're yeah. totally right. They are. Um, yeah, t- he's the... And and Silence the, was in the tower, too. Yeah, he was the hunt, or the, he was the uh, Titan. I don't, I don't Chief, the, or whatever yeah. it was, yeah. Your correspondent, basically. Like Playtark or something. I don't yeah, remember yeah. what the... I think, I think Playtark was right. I don't remember what it was uh, called. Playtark was a word in the game. It was? I think so. If so, that was the word. Okay. Um, the only th- other thing I was saying was Plutarch, or whatever the guy's name from Hunger Games was, is in my head. Oh. Heavensby? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, I think that was Plut... Whatever. Okay. Uh, but... I, I think that that Destiny Two has the potential to be a really great game. Oh yeah, but it also has the potential to disappoint. I don't think it'll disappoint. I don't. I don't think it will. But it definitely has the potential. Potential too. I don't think it has the potential. I, I don't think there's any way it comes out worse than the original Destiny came out. I I agree. But if it comes out around the same level as the original Destiny, then people will shit all over it because then you didn't learn from your mistakes. But I think that the Here's my one worry with Destiny 2 as of right now, just in concept. I hope they don't focus too much on the expansions like they did with the first Mm. one. I hope they're not like, you know, they end the story on some cliffhanger that you can totally tell is going to be the next strike or whatever. Um, And I know we talked about this on a past podcast, but please let us do raids with three people or have a raid lobby. I don't get how raid lobbies aren't a thing. Because there's lobby, there's matchmaking in the game. Why not just let six people get it together? I know it's supposed to build teammates or whatever, but I mean, come on, just just give it to us. Like that would be so nice. If even if you know Andrew said he wasn't going to get the game, but even if it's just the two of us and maybe Skinny or somebody else, like we, we, could we just, got we got people to recruit. Yeah, but if we could just get like three or four people together, and then we get one two stragglers, we can coach them or they can coach us or whatever. Um, because the only way I did a strike was when somebody yeah. reached out and they needed a six, and I was like, "All right, cool." Um, yeah, I just I I really hope that they keep a lot of the core gameplay of Destiny, and I think they will. Yeah, but I, there are things that they could improve, um, and that's that's my biggest one. I think. Yeah, I just think I think the best thing they could do is to just. It's not even so much. Obviously, they're going to make the story better. They know that. Yeah, like they know they have to do that. But just to make some of the miscellaneous things that you're doing less monotonous, mm. like there are these, you know, resources that you f- would find on like Earth and stuff that are just sitting around and you can, sometimes you'd have like the little uh, beacon, like little, yeah. like tiny, tiny, like little side objectives. It's just like, go get 10 of these and yeah. you get some experience. I'm like, can I do something else? Yeah. I hope they get rid of like the resources, like bloom. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm tired of holding triangle to harvest bloom. Yeah. At some point, just give me, I, I mean, they might just get rid of that entirely. And I, I, I wonder, do you think this game's going to be at E3? Yeah. Where? Sony? Yeah, because they have... Because of the beta? And the, I think they have, like, exclusive content, too. Yeah, because that's what that leaked poster mm-hmm. said. They'll probably get the beta 30 days early or something, mm-hmm. too. Um, interesting that Activision is siding with Sony. Yeah. Um, which, and especially Bungie. They, you know, they had a working relationship with Microsoft, but then maybe that's why they don't want to yeah. work with Microsoft again. Uh, I feel like Sony has really handled, they handled Destiny 1 really well, so I think it's kind of smart that they're rewarding them for being, because I'm sure most people play Destiny on PlayStation. Yeah. I, this that, is still, that has to be a stat. That's such a, looking back, that was such a big coup for PlayStation yeah. to get Destiny. Yeah, for sure. And it's going to keep paying dividends as long as Destiny is like a 
pseudo PlayStation property. Yeah. Because it has such a huge fan base. Because I think, like, I think Destiny 1, I can't remember specifically. Destiny 1 came out 2013. 13. Late 2013. Okay. So that was like a, wait, was that like launch window? Yeah, it was like September. I think. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Was it not 2014? Do you want me to look it up? Yeah, if you don't care. Because um, I feel like, didn't the PS4 come out like October of 2013? Yes. Maybe you're right. Maybe, they, yeah, this was later, maybe. Or did Destiny launch on PS3 first? I mean, it was on PS3. Yeah, it was. I know it was dual system. Hmm. That was 2014. Okay. So, I feel like this was still at the time when... Uh, like Microsoft had Call of Duty yeah. at E3. Like I feel like this 2014 E3 was probably what Call of Duty game was that? Oh, Black Lord. Ops Three. Okay. It was the one after Ghosts because Ghosts was the launch one. Yeah, it was Black Ops Three. Okay, so sure. I feel like Microsoft probably would have had Black Ops Three at their show, and then. Oh wait a minute! Might have been Advanced Warfare. Did it go Advanced Warfare, Black Ops Three, Infinite Warfare? I think that's. What I think happened. you're right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you're yeah. right. So Advanced Warfare, the Kevin Spacey one. Yeah. I th- that might have been at PlayStation's conference, though. They might have just swooped in and gotten all the Activision stuff. But I feel like this was sort of their counter to, all right, we're giving Call of Duty to Xbox, we're mm-hmm. going to give Destiny to PlayStation. And PlayStation really ran with that. Yeah. Um, which helped all parties, really, because it made a big seller on PlayStation, but also made a new franchise for Activision. But you could tell that's where this was going. Uh, but I-, I think that... Rewarding loyalty with loyalty is always a good thing to do um, in any business sense. So, I don't know if... I, I wonder if that loyalty is going to go further than just the exclusive beta. You think they're going to get like some skins yeah. and some uh, oh, shaders? Think, oh, and, they'll absolutely get that. They might even get like a exclusive like strike. Uh, yeah, they yeah. get that some. They yeah. might get a couple of those. One thing that, that Activision is really smart about, and I mean, they're the best money-making company in the in the in business. games. Yeah, in the industry. Uh, is they have... Destiny has so many things you can make exclusive and expand on. Mm-hmm. The shaders. Ships. The, yeah, the, uh, the your armor, whatever that's actually Sparrows. called. Sparrows. Yeah. Strikes. Quests. Like, there's so many things you could just have exclusive. Um, so I wonder... I really want to see, when it comes out, like how the player base is on Xbox. Because mm. this feels like such a PlayStation game to me. Um, and maybe that's just because we're PlayStation gamers. Well, since first, it's, but... I mean, it's coming to PC as well. Oh, it's right. Yeah, it is coming to I, PC. I just, I think it's an every, it's just one of those everywhere games now. Mm. Do you think they're going to have cross-pollination from parties and stuff? Ooh, I doubt it. Yeah, because PC would probably have an advantage because yeah. it's a shooter. Yeah, I would say they wouldn't do that. I think the only game that I, that I know that does that, I know they talk about that a lot. The only game I can really think of right now that does is Rocket League. Yep. Uh, and they do that really well. All right, well, there's there's your uh, your Destiny 2 mm-hmm. talk. We just kind of want to touch on it since that trailer came out. Uh, again, we did a podcast, I think, episode 9, uh, where we talk about what we want from Destiny 2. So check that out if you want to see more. Um, and I guess we will get into our only other topic. If you haven't beaten Horizon, stop watching the We're podcast. We're about to spoil the living heck it out of it. It is a spoiler cast. We're going we're gonna to really just dive in. Because, because we've, we've both beaten the game. Yep. There is no, this is no holds barred. Yeah, we're we're talking about everything. Okay, you had your warning. Go. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you want to open? Or you want me to? Well, I don't. You 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 most recently beat it. You start. Okay, so I guess the thing I want to talk about first. Let's see here. Um, 
what do I want to talk about first? I guess the very end. We'll, we'll the very end. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll start like the post credits yeah. end. Okay, we'll start from. We'll start in reverse. So, do you think Silence is turning on us? I don't think. Well, he's he's had ulterior motives this whole sure through yeah. the entire game. I thought he was going to turn like three or four times. Yeah, in the game. I don't think he's ever. He's out for. I mean, you, you, like you said, he wants to know as much as he can. Sure. So. In his effort to know as much as he can, he's going to try to extract everything he can from Hades, you know. So, I don't think... Now, that could maybe lead to him being a villain. I don't think his express intent is on becoming a villain. Sure. But that might be how it ends up. Do you think he's the sequel's antagonist? (sighs) Because I could totally see see him, like, building a network of uh, knowledge and then... Creating his new army or whatever, like trying to or trying to like recreate the old world. Yeah, trying to right, trying to save their plan, and then that somehow brings Hades back. Yeah, because uh, he hasn't had that little lantern, the little thing. lantern thing. Uh, so I don't know, man. I I think that the uh, the other possibility is that because they said that some mysterious signal is what like awakened Hades. Mm. So like, and then Hades like called out to Silence, and Silence came to him. So maybe there's a just a third party that we don't know about finding the source of the signal. Exactly. Do you think that I'm just going to talk about the sequel already? Do you think the sequel will take place in the same area? Uh, no, probably not. Because logically, it makes sense because everything's right there. But in a gameplay standpoint, I kind of want to go to somewhere yeah, else. I, but I can totally see like the signal coming from like, oh, we're going to like the dead Chicago or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, something yeah. not necessarily, but it could be anywhere. Right. Uh, and Aloy has to make like a journey to go there. Yeah. Do you, um, do we know exactly where it is? Yeah. Where? Denver, Colorado. Okay. How and, you, and the surrounding areas. How do you know that? You haven't collected all the vantages yet. No. Okay. I've seen some of them and they looked, I mean... Our prediction of, like, Four yeah. Corners area was yeah. right. I mean, do you want me to tell you what, like, sure, exactly yeah. more? Okay. You know uh, the the Ring of Metal? Yes. That's a futuristic Denver stadium. Ah, You okay. go up in a building up in that tower, and you get a vantage point, and you look out, and you see it's like a like a mm. FIFA World Cup-style oh, like, okay, stadium. Gotcha. Uh, and then one of the... I mean, you could tell it was a stadium, but I just yeah, didn't know where. Yeah, and that's how I was like, this clearly is some like metropolitan area. Yeah. Um, and then uh, like one of the, and it's obviously compressed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the smaller towns that you like encounter, like as soon as you leave, or maybe like at the tip top of like the sacred land, like the Nora land, is like Colorado Springs. Oh, okay. Uh, and one yeah, of the sense. bases, one of the bases it like expressly mentions is like somewhere in Utah. Oh, okay. So this is that area, right? Yeah, Four Corners. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of glad that that wasn't like the big reveal mm-hmm. because it was kind of obvious we were in the U.S. Um, which I I know it's a very centralist point of view, but most games do take place in the U.S. or surrounding areas. Uh, I. What I guess what what's the big point you want to talk about? Because I want to just ask you a question. Okay. What moments did like like I've put my hands to my face in reaction to a couple of things? Yeah. What did that for you? Uh, when uh Ted Fair absolutely when he killed that everybody. was the coolest thing that happened in the entire game. Yeah. I think. Yeah, that was that was that so was, that cool because awesome. it was clear because it's just like 
that I almost thought they were going to leave that kind of unresolved. Like, why are these people in the dark about like what happened? And it was just like, wow. And it was clearly because he just didn't want to be remembered. You know, it wasn't yeah. like, oh, this is knowledge. It's like a burden. It's just like, I don't want these people remembering that I was the guy who caused all this. Yeah, I yeah. was like, that was so cool. Yeah. I think that, that that whole, like, I mean, every game is in thirds, but like the last third of that game is awesome mm-hmm. where you're just starting to learn things. And when you go to the, uh, what was the knowledge? Apollo. When you go to the Apollo base yeah, and like you try to, I forget, it's in one very specific area. But they're like a bunch of these computer terminals, yeah. and you can hit triangle, and it's like... And they all say the same thing, Yeah, it? It's like, welcome to the Apollo mission. Our tra- and it's like... And it corrupts. Yeah. Yeah. Apollo is Which corrupted. that's... Isn't that... Uh, isn't that when you go back to, like, the original, like, Mother's Heart mountain? And it's yes, like, yeah, And you come so. out, and every one of those is supposed to have, like, an Apollo area for the kids to, like, learn. Yeah. And they're all just corrupted. Oh, that, that part was freaking cool, too. Uh, when... When you go back to Mother's Heart, or whatever it's called. Whatever. The, the where you come from. And uh, all like seeing the progression all of mother. those kids. All Mother, yes. Seeing the pro- pro- progression of all those kids yeah. was freaking cool. And how they had like the synthetic parents because they knew that the kids like yeah. couldn't be like mentally stable without like guardians. Yes. I was like, wow, that was cool. And then them like yelling at their father and him just saying the same things. I can't remember. I was like, I sense some uh, tension. Let's go for a run and jump. Like, he kept saying that. I was like, oh, that's interesting. That oh, that's when, they... like, the kids, like, started to fight back. Yeah. And then it cuts, and the kids are, like, on the ground. Yeah. And, like, having been, like, punished. And there's violently. some, like, healer yeah. that comes in and is like, no, we don't want to be healed. Like, they're trying to rebel against it. Really cool. Um, there's a lot of lore to explore in this game still. And I'm, like, I haven't got all the collectibles and stuff like you have. But, so I'm sure you can send Which I, have, I don't have, like... A lot of the collectibles, like a lot of like just the little logs and stuff, like aren't necessary for the platinum. Mm. So I don't have most of those, but or I, I probably have like generic, I mean like half of them. Yeah, you know. But I have all of like the trophy specific ones, which are the, the cups, banu- the metal the, flowers, the cups, the metal flowers, and the banuk little like Figures. statuettes. Yeah. What do those tell you? I don't remember what those They're are. They're like that's like the tribal stuff. Right? Yeah, it's like one of the tribes, and it's just like. I think they're just, like, to honor, like, the birth of a child, and they have, like, little, like, inscriptions. Oh, okay. I'm not sure exactly. I don't remember exactly what they said, but they're just, they're cool. Uh, it's cool, though, because, like, the Banuk, like, artistry, like, they're just painted on the side of these mountains. Yeah. And I, like, never thought I should go look at this that. This is a clue. Because that's where they are. Yeah. I was like, that's really cool. Yeah. It's like a, those are almost like platforming puzzles. Yeah. That you have to solve. Uh, I thought that was really interesting. Uh, I'm trying to think of other big moments in the end. I know something that, well, when you first get to uh, the Zero Dawn facility, yeah, and you see, like, the general comes in and has the hologram. Yes. And he's telling you about uh, Operation, what is it, like? Uh, mm, I remember the logo of it. It was a V, I think. Yeah. It's like a V with wings. It's something like Operation Enduring Freedom. It's something yeah, like yeah, yeah. that. I don't remember exactly what it Lasting is. Lasting Victory or something? Yeah. Uh, enduring Victory might be what it is. Okay. Um, but he was like, and he was like, you know, all of this, we've just been using propaganda just to get. Yeah, it was all a lie. It, these millions of people sacrificed their lives, but it was going to be in vain anyway. And I was like, that was cool. Then. Yeah, when they were all, basically they were all just buying time yeah. for uh, uh, Elizabeth to yeah. found an idea to start the new settlement of life. Basically. And when her hologram came in and was describing 
how these animal machines were designed to like purify the air and yeah. like do all. I was like, I was like, that makes so much sense. Yeah, because it's funny because that was one of our explicit talking points yeah. in the last one. That's what I, that was like my primary question. I was like, why are they animals? Yeah, because it was because when they because <clears throat> that made it clear that there were no animals before zero dawn yes like before zero dawn there were only like corruptors and death bringers sure and they're the all huge, just militaristic and the huge like horus things that are in the mountains yeah which i'm still not even entirely sure those things are freaking cool yeah they are and still mysterious yeah uh and i was like man that's why that's so perfect uh anything you, you can you think of anything else uh one thing i did think of that was really cool i don't know if this scene was like a like a shocking moment, but I really did like the uh, the scene where she has to go close the gap. You know what I'm talking about? The the air gap? That, yeah. That was really cool. I, I thought that... Because I think the whole time you're kind of thinking Elizabeth could still be alive somehow mm-hmm. because they talk a couple times about like uh, immortality and like... Yeah, like my general thought was that she was probably inside of all mother. Yeah. You know? Uh, and the, the amount of closure that you get with her is pretty obvious. There, so... Uh, when when she sort of, I guess, hollow calls in or whatever they want to do it, and she's already in the suit. And they, I thought it was cool that they showed in the hologram everybody reacting to it, and like they were all just like, "Oh my god, this yeah. is what she's doing." Uh, but you know, she said, I think she says like, "I want to go home." That's what she says, yeah. and I thought that was really cool. Uh, a, a good amount of closure for her character. Uh, another one when you're still making your way through the Zero Dawn facility and you get to the Hades section. And it's oh that, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Travis was that the guy's name? Yeah, it started with a T. The Southern guy. Yeah, the blonde. Because you had been like, guy. yeah. And when you're going through, you hear like, cause when I was in that part, I was listening to every single audio mm-hmm, log. I was like, too. I have to find all of these. Yeah. And he was, you hear him, and like, it, he's like running you through like what he's thinking about all this, and all of a sudden he's the one who designs Hades, and Hades' entire purpose is so cool. He's, they're the failsafe, and it's like, we can do this, and then we can start over. Oh, yeah, that was that was one of my biggest moments. I was like, oh, that's why he's trying to kill everything, is because there's some corruption in the system. Yeah, he's programmed like, right, to start over. We need over. to reset, and that's his whole point. Yeah. Um, cool that they called him Hades, too. Uh, yeah, I really like the, the whole reveal of... It's when you get, I think, to All Mother, um, and you go inside and Gaia's talking, mm-hmm. and it she's is. like getting wrapped up in the, the Hades whatever virus, I guess. Um, that was really, really cool. I, like I said, the whole last third of the game, story-wise, was just awesome. Um, uh, switching gears a little bit. I also, I said this to you uh, last week, I think. I think the uh, the end mission, like all of it, yeah. is very well crafted. I think that uh, a lot of times, you either get end missions that are way too hard, or unsatisfying. And I thought this was a really good middle ground because that uh, when you have those cannons, those Osram cannons, oh, yeah, those cool. are freaking cool. Those are cool. Um, and you feel like a badass hopping from cannon to cannon and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I thought that was really fun. But then I, if that had been the end, I'd be like, oh, that's kind of weird not to get to use my all this stuff I've built up and just use this cannon to, to end the game. But then you go and fight the Deathbringer that's protecting Hades. And the fact that like he, they basically like spawn things in to keep attacking you and then your friends that you've helped out through the game mm-hmm. will help you. Um, that one, that was a really strong Deathbringer and I really liked that yeah. fight because it took forever. Well, I knew going, I was like, whenever you come back to uh, the Sacred Lands and you fight the corrupted Thunderjaw. Yeah. Once that happened, I was like, 
there's got to be a corrupted Deathbringer. Yeah. Like, that has to be, like, the final thing yeah. that it was. Um, but when... Uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Oh, did a timer come up on yours? Did mm-hmm. you notice that? Yep. I wonder what happens if you run out of time. Uh, my guess is... It just I explodes mean, or something? Or, like, Hades is, like, too far gone. Right, yeah, yeah. And just, like, destroys the whole planet or whatever. Yeah, that, that, that part was really, really, really cool. I really liked uh, fighting that whole thing. And it, it was cool because, like, it opened up different weaknesses as you kept fighting it. And, like, was you had to aim at different spots yeah. and all this kind of stuff. Oh, that was really neat. Um, and I really liked just the way the terrain was set up around him to kind of give you layers of cover. But then yeah. you kind of... Because if you were just in an open area, that thing would have destroyed you. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just too powerful. Um, so, yeah, I really liked the, the end boss. And the fact that she got... Aloy got closure by visiting Elizabeth's dead body, basically. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was really cool. Just a, just an awesome end part of a game, I guess. I think that end quest. Yeah, it, I mean, it was really good. Though I'll, I'll tell you my pretty much my only complaint about it. Is that it was just such... That's the point where this went back to just being like a video game. Trophy-wise. Yeah, okay. Like, yeah. I was like, this is a very much like build to this satisfying climax and here's the characters you've helped along the way yeah. and here's this the exact the boss you thought you would be facing sure and so I was like this was fun this was absolutely like I'm glad you probably they probably couldn't have done it much better but it's like that's when you remember yeah well this is a video breaks game. the immersion just a little bit yeah I can I can totally see that because um, I remember ramping up sitting up like alright I gotta mm-hmm. actually you know pay attention I do have a funny little story though do you know the part where you're ascending the mountain Sending the mountain. Uh, I think it's a. Uh, when you're going back to save all mother from the attack that's happening on them, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And there's like a bunch of different little yeah, like yeah, yeah, compartmentalized yeah. things. How many things did you kill? Not many. That? I just kind of ran. I ran the whole time. Did you even kill the big bird? That like no. s- that flies. Down? I didn't either. <laughs> See, I wonder how many people did because you would just run from it mm. and then there's like because I wanted to fight it because it looked cool. But then after I realized, I was like, oh, I could probably just keep running and just ran right past it. Also, some somehow, some way, I don't even remember exactly what happened. I fired like two arrows at the Thunderjaw and it's something, I triggered some sort of crazy chain reaction. That thing just died. And I was like, huh, cool. Where was the Thunderjaw again? It was like right in front of the entrance to the mountain. Oh, right. Yeah. I actually, I had to fight that thing. I picked up the, uh, what are those called? The cannons, or not the cannons, the, uh. The little, like, turret machine guns. Oh, the, uh, like, they're, like, Deathbringer guns, aren't they? Yeah, I was gonna call it a Deathbringer, but I didn't remember. Um, so I used, like, four of those and just freaking wrecked it. Yeah. That was a really satisfying fight. I really like that fight a lot. Uh, do you have any other, any other notes that you would like to, to get to? I'm trying, hmm. I'm struggling to think of any other topics. Let's see here. Oh! Post-finish of the game. What about that freaking suit that you can get? Oh, yeah. Is awesome. It is. That's like the first thing I've done focus-wise is like, all right, I'm going to go get this suit. So if you don't know, even if you beat the game, you might not know this. There are power cells hidden throughout the game, I guess, or five of them. Uh, Four of which are on main missions. The fifth is in the ruins that you fell down as a kid. You can go back to those and find it. Uh, You can probably open a door, basically. Um, And once you get all five of those, you go to like this underwater cave facility basically mm-hmm. uh and you you jump down this big carafe i guess in in the in the floor and, and in the ground and you jump down you go through this little you do the 
codex puzzles, I guess, were the, the four clocks, uh, or five clocks. And then you get to unlock the suit, and it's not invincibility, really, but it's like... It's like temporary invincibility. Yeah, right? it's like you can take so many hits, and then the suit turns red, and then you start taking damage. But if you run away, or hide or something, then the suit will recharge. So it, like, makes doing the rest of the stuff post-finish of the game, like, much easier. Oh, yeah, it, I mean, it's very... It would be pretty overpowered if you had it to do a lot During of the, the stuff game. in the game. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Because one of the power cells is in the very last mission. <clears throat> yeah. So that I'm fine. I thought that was well done. Mm-hmm. Because I, I actually wondered when I beat the game, I was like, oh, am I not going to get any like special armor or weapon or anything? Uh, I do know there. How is the weapon? Because you've gotten the platinum. How is the weapon from the Hunter's Lodge? Is it really good? I haven't even really because that was the last thing I did mm. to get the platinum. Because I thought about doing that next just to see what they, <clears> see they what the weapon cool. was like. Because you can do that during the regular game. Mm-hmm. You can just you can just go ahead and do all. Yeah, those. you can do that as soon as you get to the hunter's lodge. Yeah, I just I just wondered about that weapon. Uh, well, I, I mean, I guess that's that's all the the points I can think of. Yeah, we want just. What was your favorite machine to fight, or your least favorite? Favorite machine to fight. That's a good question. Um, I really enjoyed fighting. I'm trying to think here. I actually really enjoyed fighting the Thunderjaws. Oh, they, yeah. Thunderjaw they, fights are fun. Yeah, they're they're hard, but they're fun. My least favorite were probably Bellowbacks, maybe? Mm. Or Glinthawks. Because Glinthawks... Glinthawks are annoying. They're just annoying. They're just hard to yeah. get. Because like with every RPG ever, you can't all look all the way up. So it's like sometimes they'll just fly above you and you can't do anything. It's like, oh my god, just move. Um, so Glinthawks are a little annoying. I, I did... One thing that... Uh, happened toward the end of the game which this is like pretty much any other game but like the progression of how easy to kill some of the early things were is so funny because mm-hmm. like you when you first play the game of course you struggle if you get like three watchers and three striders you're like oh shit this is a big battle and then now you can just like sneak through silent strike them and they're dead um so i thought that was kind of funny what was your your favorite rock breakers favorite? suck i don't even know if i fought a rock breaker rock bre- i hated fighting rock breakers there's those, a, the, those are the ones that just like burrow underground, hurl crap yeah. at you, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a side mission specifically where you have to like you're in this like basically just kind of like a coverless arena. And you mm. have to fight a rock breaker, and it's awful. Like it's because they're weak to ice, and I like never used ice. Yeah, me neither. Like, I don't need to use. Ice. I don't but use once, ice at all. It's incredibly advantageous to use ice when you're fighting a rock breaker. Mm. Like a big ground type Yeah, Pokemon. and one of the... Have you done all the corrupted zones? No, not yet. There's a corrupted zone that has two corrupted rock breakers, and it's terrible. Jesus. I, like, found, like, a sneaky way to do it. Yeah. It would have been super hard. I tried it a couple times head-on. It was, like, really hard. How was the sneaky way? I think this is how it works. Okay. You have the corrupted zone, and they'll only, like, come to the edge. They won't, like, come out of it. Mm-hmm. They won't, they'll only, like, chase you so far. Yeah. So I, like, enticed one of them. Okay. To come at me, and it came only so far, and I just stayed back far enough where I could just like kill it from a distance, mm. and then I basically went in and did the same thing with the other one, so I didn't have to fight them at the same time. Right. Gotcha. So, yeah, they were very difficult to fight. Uh, another another enemy that I that I thought was uh, was both fun and hard were the the predator. What were they called? The sign. The, the ravagers. The, oh the no! The stalkers. Stalkers. Yes. Those are freaking fun and hard. Yeah. Because when they go invisible, they do a really good job in that game of like, you can see them, but you can't. <laughs> like, I love when people nail that invisibility. Like, oh God, there's something over there, but I can't really tell what it is or how fast it's moving. 
Um, so yeah, the invisibility there is 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 awesome. What was your favorite moment of the game overall? Ooh, whether that's story or gameplay or anything like that. Hmm. I mean, the the Ted Farrell moment was awesome. Yeah, it was great. Um, also, the whole time I was thinking of the line from Breaking Bad that Skyler says to Walt, which the which one? Like when she's like, "I fucked Ted." Like, oh, I, I think I thought of that the whole time. It was really funny. Oh, um, another just an interesting thing that I when you get back to All Mother, yeah, and you know you're learning about. And she's like telling you that you're just, you are a clone of Elizabeth. Yeah. If you go over, there's like the console and it has just this like string of like data and you can say it's just like, and it te- that's where the most, I think the most direct, here's the exact years all these things are happening. Yeah, yeah. And something was happening like 2300 something and that's when everything went dark basically. Mm-hmm. And then it's like 3040 or something where it's just like input received and that's like, Gaia telling the machine to produce Aloy. Yeah. And I'm like, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot of great detail in that game. Um, I think my favorite, I think I talked about, or no, 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 I didn't. One of my favorite moments is pretty early on uh, when you're, when you're attacking the, the camp that has the blaze mm. and that big bellow back is there. Yeah. Like, and there's a ton of just regular human enemies. That was maybe one of the most like, because it's funny in RPGs, sometimes you feel more powerful in the middle than you do at the end because, or you feel the best like difficulty struggle to power. Because in the middle, I had some good weapons, but not great. And by the end, I had like all four great weapons. Yeah. So like, I really liked the struggle of that middle thing. I think the difficulty was really good throughout. I never felt like, oh my God, I can't beat this. But I also never felt like, eh, this is just a breeze. There were a couple times where I was like, that was kind of easy. Mm-hmm. But I think that's with every game. I thought they, they balanced the difficulty pretty well. Um, we haven't mentioned Helis, the uh, Shadow Karja guy. Oh, right. That fight was fun. I forgot all about that fight. Now, there's the fight directly with him. But there's also the fight where he drops you into the arena with, like, the behemoth. Oh, yeah, that was cool, where Silence comes through yeah, at the end. Yeah, and you have to, like, the, the uh, where you have to collapse the, uh, like, scaffold or whatever to get your weapons. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah, yeah. Where it's, it's basically, like, uh, every large boss fight in any mm-hmm. game where it's like, oh, he's, there are these pillars behind me. If I could just get him to run into him, uh, that's a little video gamey, but it's all right. Uh, I really like the Helis fight in the at the outskirts yeah. of the Karja place. Uh, it was kind of abrupt; like it just dropped you right in, and bam, you're fighting him. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a little jarring, <laughs> but uh, he looks so cool. He does look cool. The freaking be- uh, bullet necklace yeah. he had was is maybe one of the coolest pieces of like armor from mm-hmm. the game. Uh, that fight was really fun. That fight takes a while mm-hmm. too. That's a long fight. I died a couple times during that fight because if you don't, like, the first time I definitely died just out of, like, oh, God, what am I doing? Yeah. Because there are, like, four people with Deathbringer guns or those little, like, grenade lift. Yeah. Those little guns. Um, and so if you're not paying attention, you're around a bunch of Blaze. And you can take them out pretty easily, but if you don't know where they're at, they just all shoot their little grenades at you and you're just dead, basically. Um, what do you think about the the upgrading mechanics as a whole. What do you, what did you think about those? You know, I like I like the the skill trees. I thought mm-hmm. the skill trees that was an adequate way to do it. Yeah. Uh, the I'm not. I was never too like like in because in this game no one drops weapons. You buy all yeah. your weapons. Yeah. Which is kind of weird for an RPG. It is. Uh, 
but obviously this is not as this is not as in depth with the RPG mechanics. Sure, but I kind of like having a weapon and upgrading my weapon as opposed to going and buying a new, new weapon. Yeah, yeah, because you feel that connection with the weapon yeah. itself. Like I like this weapon. I want to just make this weapon better. And that's something they could definitely improve on in the sequel. I think it would be cool to have your standard bow and just buy modifications to it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, here's a scope you can buy, yeah. or here's a, you know, whatever. Um, increased damage. You can notch two arrows. Because I thought that was weird. Some some of the upgrades seemed like material as opposed to, like, actual upgrades. Yeah. I don't know. That was kind of strange. Um, but I I wish... The only thing that I, I really wasn't a huge fan of was, like, the... Upgrading your capacities for things required a lot of, like like rich meat and yeah. fox bone and all that kind of stuff. It's like, this is a game with huge mech animals. I don't want to go hunt a fox. You know what I mean? Like it was, a, it was a little weird, um, a little Tomb Raider, I guess is what that was pulling from. But overall, I mean, the game's great. I, oh, yeah. I, I, I know that you said you'd give it a nine five. I'm probably around the same boat, maybe just a nine. Um, Cause I kind of want to leave tens for games that are just like, that blow me away. Yeah. And this game was really, really good. Uh, I mean, this game it was is- amazing. But for a ga- it's one of the best games of its type that I've yes. ever played. Yeah, yeah. It's know? it's the best Sony exclusive since The Last of Us. Oh yeah, and that's or Uncharted. Uh, yeah, I don't. Mm. Which I need game? to play Uncharted again. Me too. But Gunfire or Firing from the Hip reaction. Which game is better? See, un- like okay, Ugh. so let's break it down here. Oh, this could probably be a topic of itself, but we'll just add link to this one. So Uncharted, mm. you have your connection with your characters, because okay. it's, a, it's a sequel. You have that great Naughty Dog writing. And you have a beautiful, best looking game on PlayStation. Horizon, also really good writing. Yeah. Maybe not Naughty Dog level. Not as good of characters, but better gameplay overall. Yeah. So it depends on what you value, I guess. Um, I side with, I think, Uncharted's maybe a better game, but... I think, objectively, Uncharted's probably better. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. Alright, so... Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you. Huh. Uncharted 4 kind of got lost in the shuffle last year of Game of the Year stuff. Which is really weird. Yeah. And it was it was my Game of the Year last year. Mine too. But everybody took, like, Overwatch or uh, Inside. Or there, there was some weird... And I was like... I played a lot of Overwatch... Uncharted 4 is a better game. Overwatch yeah. might be a better phenomenon. Yeah. Um, Similar to Destiny. Or like Pokemon Go even. Yeah. Like, I lo- I mean, I enjoy Overwatch and I still play it from time to time, but there's no way that Uncharted 4 isn't a better game than Overwatch. Yeah. Inside, I've still yet to play, but again, I don't think that's going to be a better game than Uncharted 4. I just think that people were kind of expecting Uncharted 4 to be great, so when it was great, it wasn't like this, oh my god, Uncharted 4 is awesome. Yeah. It's just like, yep, they lived up to the hype. Yeah. Which might be playing to Horizons. I mean, people anticipated Horizon to be great, I think. Yeah. But you don't know. Sure. Like, there's entirely unproven. Yeah. So, when it was great, it was like, yeah, it was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that does definitely lend to uh, Horizon's edging of, yeah. the, of the field there. Now, there's another game since The Last of Us, Bloodborne. Oh, Bloodborne's better than both of those games, in my personal <laughs> Are opinion. Are you serious? Yeah, Bloodborne's better. Bloodborne's one of the best games I've ever played. It's so awesome. It's really... I don't know what it is about Bloodborne. The game does not hook me at all. Like, I have no desire to go back and play it. And I I know that... Neither I, did me and neither did Skinny. I know, I gotta beat Father. But, like, 
That's like three. I'm like four hours in the game. You should hook me by then. Sorry. I, I mean, that's just the way. I don't have just like ten hours to be like, all right, this game's not gotten me yet. I don't know. I, I It's so obtuse, dude. I don't. We'll make that a topic some other time. Yeah. I don't want to just bitch about Bloodborne for yeah. an hour. When we're talking about Horizon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the Horizon spoiler cast. All right. Well, that's, uh, that's I think, all we have to say about that. Mm-hmm. It's probably the last topic we'll ever do on Horizon unless there's like a Game of the Year stuff or yeah. DLC. It'll, it will, or, uh, uh, far out prediction, it'll be in the Game of the Year conversation. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But like this will be the last devoted topic to Horizon. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is, I know it's a short one, but we just wanted to really talk about uh, Horizon and there wasn't that much more gaming news to talk about than Destiny 2. So, yeah. As always, take care of the dorm while we're gone. I'm Tanner. This is Jay. Adios.